Tombstoners, and welcome back to another deadly episode of High on Horror. In full transparency, we have been gone for a little bit. You might have noticed a little bit of a gap. Shutter month was interrupted there for a little bit of time. But uh, we are back for the final week of Shutter month or two with a movie <laughs> called uh, Vicious Fun, which I will say I did have a lot of fun with. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. how. And how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this movie didn't get uh, talked about more, because I think it's it's a it's a really good time. And uh, But we will get into that. Uh, before we do, though, we got some spooky stuff to talk about. Who wants to kick off some spooky stuff? I have something kind of cool. Um, I ordered this hoodie a while back. Like, this website always did these, like, really, really cheap merch runs. And long story short, I had never bought one, but I was like, screw it. This is a hoodie for like 25 bucks and it has ghost face on it and it's tie dye. So that's, uh, I think it's supposed to arrive actually tomorrow, but, uh, I ordered that a hot minute ago and just remembered it. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so nice. that's my, that's my main thing. The other thing is. I saw the new Scream. I won't say a lot about it because I know we'll do an episode on it, but uh, I enjoyed it, so go check it out. Yeah, I might see that on Wednesday. I also saw it, and I won't say much about it, but you should check it out. I'm glad you're seeing it on Wednesday. Yeah, we can do it next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Man, I don't know which one we've done more now. Is it Texas Chainsaw or Scream? It'll be Scream now. Ooh. We should we should launch oh, no. into. It'll be it'll be tied with Scream. It'll be tied <laughs> with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm not gonna lie, Josh. I know you're not the biggest fan of super gory stuff, but I would be down to watch like the seven wrong turn. You turn your back on everything you've said. <laughs> it's I don't know why that that particular franchise I'm okay with it being absolutely absurd. I want to watch one theatrically released movie and six straight to video pieces of shit. <laughs> the funny thing is I'm gonna get a couple in because I've only seen one and two and I'm just gonna absolutely hate it. Uh, which is basically what happened with the Hellraiser franchise when I tried to watch some of the later titles. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, a podcast slash YouTube series that I, I watch called We Watch a Movie. They do a lot of horror stuff, and uh, they had an episode that they released it as audio of their reactions to watching all the Wrong Turn movies. So it wasn't them watching it. It just went from like, all right, we're going to watch this one now, and immediately cut to, we just watched it, and here's how good or bad it was. <laughs> it was a roller coaster. <laughs> part five has a really great pair of boobs in it, and that's the boob report. I got to imagine that's the only good thing about any of those, is they all got to have some rocking tits. I think the sixth one got pretty good reviews for a B movie, but that's that's about all I got to say about it. I, they're not my favorite series. I didn't even like the first one so yeah there was a remake during the pandemic did anybody see the remake i did oh it was very very different than the source material um not bad though i enjoyed it It was still uh, hillbillies yes but it was like a cult instead of a just Uh, random group 
It's always been my problem with it. The the way the first one was advertised was like it was there there was a monster in the woods. And then it just turned out to be like mutated hillbillies and I was like, "Oh, oh I wanted a monster." <laughs> I okay, when I when I say this, we should stop talking about wrong turn cuz I actually want to talk about vicious fun, but I will say <laughs> I have a very fond place in my heart for that first film. That's like one of those slashers that i watched over and over and over when i was young like like early on in my horror movie career so i Uh, i dig those but i could i didn't watch trailers back then so like i had no idea that how they marketed it i got a very hard spot in my body for elijah dushku (laughs) damn she fine (laughs) and he's talking about his cheeks People, <laughs> he's talking about how hard he's grinning when she's on screen. <laughs> my butt cheeks. <laughs> so I did some spooky stuff. Oh, yes. uh, I've I've watched a whole bunch of horror movies lately, like a whole bunch, and I'm Ooh. most of them have not been good. But uh, yeah, there's there's one called Isolation that it sounds real dumb, but until the end, it's actually real good, and then the end is just a big fat fart. So, yeah, 2006's Isolation is, is <laughs> almost worth the ride, but it's not. It has the, the girl from Preacher in it. She's pretty cool, and it has one of the people from Game of Thrones in it, and she was pretty cool. But, like, there's a really intense scene where they're trying to get a, a calf out of a cow that's, like, surprisingly <laughs> visceral. It's, it's pretty intense. <laughs> surprisingly? <laughs> it was, yeah, usually in movies it's like, oh, there goes the cow, and now we have a baby cow. No, this was like a 15-minute scene of them, like, hooking winches to it and shit. It was crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, my other spooky thing that I'll talk about, I have plenty, but I'll just talk about the fact that I got a limited edition FYE exclusive Leprechaun Funko Pop. Ooh. Yeah, it has glow-in-the-dark face paint on it. That is cool as hell. I love it. Also, um, all I could imagine when you were talking about them getting the winches to pull the baby cow out <laughs> is just, heave! <laughs> There's one point where the dude literally has the baby cow's legs in his arms and he has his feet up on the mama cow's ass and he's just pulling with all of his might. Why would crazy. they need assistance? I've seen this in numerous movies. I mean, cows just have babies in the wild. They don't have cows jumping up and ripping a baby out of their womb. It, it had a parasite in its mouth that hooked onto the inside of the mama cow. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's why they couldn't get it out. It was like, it had all kinds of crazy parasites and man-made parasites that they looked so fucking stupid. Like, that was why the movie, la- like, it would have been a good movie <laughs> if the monster at the end wasn't just, like, a worm with hooks coming out of it. Like, it was, it was dumb. Anyway. Is that the best one out of the, the recent horror movies you've been watching? Or is that the best one outside of Scream? outside of scream um i'm in the middle of the movie burial which i might suggest is one of our upcoming ones but it's not like a horror movie it's like a war movie so i don't know if it's going to take a horror twist or not but it's on shutter and it has that's not the ryan reynolds one is it no it's got draco malfoy in it uh, i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> have you seen the ryan reynolds movie where he's buried alive yeah, yeah. That, was, that movie's fucked up yeah it's yeah. a weird movie <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that none. I don't like it at all. Josh, did you do anything spooky? Uh, spooky stuff. I moved, finally, into a very nice place. That's why we haven't recorded in a while. And as I was unpacking, I found all of my spooky memorabilia that I have put away in my mind and forgot that I owned. So 
a uh, lot of Funko Pops, Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers. Uh, I found my, my Jason mask. My I have a uh, Jason that's like a Scooby Doo character. Like he's he's anime. He looks like he's drawn like Scooby Doo, but he's Ooh. a little action figure. It's cool looking. Yeah, from the uh, comic. Yeah. There's a whole line of them. I can't remember. They're like tiny uh, Toon Terrors, I think is what they're called. There's like Ash. You can get Ghostface. You can get Michael. You can get, and they all look like Scooby-Doo-ish. Cool. They sell them at Target. <laughs> nice. But yeah, just a, just a lot of uh, a lot of spooky memorabilia I found. It's really cool. That sounds like Ooh. it was vicious fun. Oh, by the way, I don't know if anybody noticed, but we're back at it again with the white vans. Yeah, damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. <laughs> Not letting it go until it has to go. Yep. <laughs> which might be next 12 week. years ago <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this week's movie is a Shutter original called Vicious Fun and by Shutter original we mean it's a Canadian film that was bought by Shutter <laughs> and uh, this is a really fun movie as the title <laughs> might make you know uh, it's set in the 80s which is always a plus soundtrack and score are killer they're fucking awesome yep i i thought for a second it was the same people that did psycho gorman because it's the same kind of tune but it was not unfortunately um but really good music really good aesthetic uh we got david keckner in there for a little bit champ kind from anchorman (laughs) (laughs) by far the most famous person in this movie what's his name in the office Oh, what's uh, his name? Todd Packer. Todd Packer. Yeah. <laughs> I love David Keckner. But the uh, the loose premise of this movie is our main character is named Joel. He's just kind of a, a little bit of a not a loser, but he he lacks self esteem. He doesn't really uh, do well with the ladies. He is a journalist for a horror magazine called. Uh, vicious fandom, right? Is that what it is? Vicious fanatics. Vicious fanatics, which uh, he's interviewing a movie director and he, he calls it vicious fun because he says it sounds better. So that's why we get our title. But it's basically Fangoria. And uh, and their logo is really cool. All the magazine covers are really cool. I want his t shirt. I think his t shirt is awesome. It's like a zombie <laughs> yeah. hand. Um, but it's like a cover of the magazine. And uh, he has a female roommate who he's secretly in love with and Sarah. she comes home on a on a date with a guy named bob bob <laughs> I, I loved bob i loved pretty much everybody in this i think everybody did a really good job in this movie agreed not a bad yeah. actor in the bunch yeah i enjoyed it but from looking it up none of them have really done much some of them looked a little familiar but i didn't see anything that i would have seen them in when i looked up their imdbs um, but yeah, he, he, uh, Joel follows Bob because he thinks he's married. He sees him using the payphone and putting a ring back on. So he follows him to a bar cause he, he doesn't want his secret crush to be fooled by some married man. He follows him to a Chinese food restaurant where he <laughs> proceeds to get very drunk with, with Bob who then leaves him with his tab and, uh, he, he, stumbles into a closet and passes out for a little bit and while he's passed out the restaurant closes and when he wakes up he kind of stumbles into what looks like a AA type of meeting but it's a meeting for serial killers 
and Bob is there. And, and Bob is well, he uh, isn't there yet. Actually, there, yeah. But. It, it's led by David Keckner. It looks like a support meeting. They think he is this missing m- member named Phil. <laughs> uh, he just plays along for a little bit until Bob shows back up and kind of blows his cover. Because let's, uh, let's yeah, we, step back for a second and go back to Phil for a moment. So Phil, it, we open the movie in Minnesota. And Phil is targeting this young woman on the phone, on a pay phone outside of a hotel. And we get to see her turn the tables on him. Once she gets in the car, you think he's like got this, like, it's like so cartoonishly <laughs> villainous. Honestly. He looks like Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely creepy. He's got the really, really creepy, like, 80s glasses that they have, like, every bad guy wear. He's driving a wood-paneled station wagon, which is great. Yep. And she stabs him a ton. Um, Like, turns the tables on him. And so that's how we get introduced to Carrie, um, who I would say is kind of the, like, second protagonist. Yeah, I feel like they could have made a bigger deal, uh, like, bigger reveal that that was Phil. They don't like flashback to be like that's this is the guy that's in this freezer here and you barely kind of see his face. I feel like yeah. they could have made a bigger bigger deal out of that. Back but to yeah. the AA meeting. <laughs> the AA meeting is filled with kind of like horror movie stereotypes. There's a big guy who I was happy to see. Um, he has become an actor. He's been in a lot of things. He's the monster in 300, the big like giant monster they unleash oh. on the battle. Um, and he's been in a ton of stuff. He was in, I think, one of the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. He was in, what's that Workaholics movie that's on Netflix, Game Over or something like that? They have like a hotel party. It's all the Workaholics guys. He's in that for a little bit. He was a wrestler. When I first started watching wrestling, he was a wrestler. Really? His name was the Kurgan. Because he's, and he's like seven feet tall. He's an enormous man. He's like the Jason Michael Myers stereotype slasher. He talks about going killing people like campgrounds and sorority houses and all this stuff and how he just kind of blacks out and kills people in rage. Um, there's like a creepy guy who's very meticulous and, and he's an accountant. Accountant is his day job, so he's very like uh, pragmatic and, and knows uh, he wants to like keep track of everything he's doing and how to dispose of bodies and all this stuff. He was my and favorite. He like talks very, about how uh, he like... He, like, kills people and then resuscitates them and kills them again over and over. He's like, I have the most kills, but the fewest bodies. Like, I love so crazy. One, my one beef with that character is they also made him a clown, which I was like, why does... Like, he's already great. Like, you did not need to make him a clown. And then at that point, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what What else does this guy do? <laughs> I liked it. He really went off the rails when that clown makeup went on. Yeah, it was great. It was so yeah. unexpected and out of nowhere. Uh, there, there's an Asian man who's just kind of like a, a he's not an assassin, but he's got he's got the assassin vibe. He's got like the half like de- demon yakuza mask and two blades. He's a chef. He's a chef mm-hmm. in real life, so he kills people with like kitchen knives. Um, and he's, and then he's, the, Keck- he's the cannibal. Yes, he he loves eating people. He says he has like a voice in his head that can only be satiated by eating human flesh. <laughs> and David Koechner like works for the government, so he's like basically a serial killer who happened to 
just work for the the military so killing people was easy for him and he kind of got away with it and yeah and then bob shows up and bob is just basically patrick bateman from american, american psycho, psycho yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh he's just like a pretty boy rich guy and and carrie's there we didn't mention for and sure. Car- yeah Car- okay. carrie's there yeah who you don't uh you don't really hear much about but you we saw her very much destroy that guy at the beginning (laughs) we know she's a murderer so at the beginning of the film when we first see Joel he's like I said he's interviewing a horror movie director and he's kind of shitting on the fact that the director keeps doing making the same movies over and over again and when the director asks him what he would do he says that he would make a movie where the serial killer is a taxi driver because nobody pays attention to their taxi drivers and they're like the it would be the easiest person to become a serial killer because they just blend in and no one notice them. So this is the story he uses when he is confronted at the serial killer meeting of what his backstory is. And everybody loves it and is going with it until Bob shows up and starts poking holes in his story and making it make no sense whatsoever. And then it's it's quickly revealed that that he is not Phil. He is, in fact, Joel. He was just there on accident. <laughs> And he he desperately wants to go, but they're going to kill him. Now it's Morbin time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Bob earlier in the movie, when um, what's his name? Joel is the main guy. Yeah. When Joel like meets traces, like follows him to the Chinese restaurant. This dude is so suave and somehow such a dickhead. And he like sticks Joel with the tab, and Joel's like, "Whatever," and he just gets so tanked, and he throws up a bunch, and like throwing up seems to be a theme in this movie a little bit. Yeah, a lot of throwing up. Didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but I love. That I couldn't guy. help but think while he was drinking, it was that like montage of him drinking all the different drinks. I'm like, this is supposed to be like 1984, and this looks extremely expensive. How much would this have cost him? Like $35? Like, that yeah. was probably a lot of money back then. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't messing around. He was drinking to forget. Like, he, whew. But I love this guy. Every, like, he's such a great actor, and he is so silly. And every scene he's on the screen, he makes me laugh at least once. Like, laugh out loud. This guy has the funny. He's got it. He's hilarious. He's a great protagonist for this movie. Yeah, I actually laughed out loud a lot at this movie, and I don't usually laugh out loud at movies. And I think it was mostly because I wasn't expecting to either. We'll get to characters that come about later that had me fucking pissing myself. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> but uh, basically, they all just want to kill Joel because, A, they're serial killers, and, B, he knows they've all divulged their lives to him, basically. Um, and David Koechner's like, we can't kill him here. Like... What would we do? We'd have to burn the place down. There'd be too much evidence, blah, 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 blah. They all kind of get sick of David Koechner, and they kill him. <laughs> that was, And he dies very gruesomely. They stab him through the throat with, like, uh, chopsticks. Yeah. And then <laughs> cut his stomach open, and his intestines fall out. <laughs> yeah, they fucking kill him. I was, like, bummed to see him go, but he's too funny to be, like, he wouldn't have jived as the story went on. Yeah. yeah, and his skill set didn't really match exactly this type of movie to be killing people. Well, I was gonna say even his skill set as a serial killer was like the least interesting of the of the group too. Like, like yeah, it him being in the military and committing war crimes wasn't really applicable in 
like the stuff that we got you know yeah but Whereas it, the the dude who eats people, I wanted to see. <laughs> I would have liked a little more detail to what exactly was happening. Like, they just kind of lose like paper over what this meeting is about. He's like, "Is this like an AA meeting?" She's like, "It's kind of like a work retreat," but they don't say like what it's specifically for. How she's like, we later find out she's basically like infiltrating these meetings. What organization she actually works for? Like, there's a lot of kind of mystery, and I know it's on purpose, but. I feel like they could have done like cutaway scenes, like quick backstory scenes, just kind of like uh, maybe like narrated, you know, just little quick ones for everyone in a row mm-hmm. to show what they were actually doing. I think that might have helped a little, but still, I'm not, I'm not really complaining because I really like this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah David Cagner guys, Carrie Steele basically kidnaps Joel and locks him in the kitchen with her because we find out that she is actually there to kill all of the serial killers. She's not... She is She is a killer, but she's, she works for some mysterious organization where she is assigned to kill serial killers, basically. Which was a cool little twist. She's Kung uh, Fu Lady Dexter. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a badass 80s chick. And she ain't bad on the eyes, fellas. <laughs> nope. And she really likes butterfly knives, which I think are a very ineffective weapon in any real-life scenario. <laughs> it was the 80s, baby. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the first action we see her in, in, this, uh, in this Chinese food restaurant is when she cuts off the fingers of... Ooh. Who was it? Yeah, Fritz? The, the yeah. clown guy. Yeah, yeah. Fritz. Yeah. Yeah, so, but, so there's like a suiting up montage. <laughs> <laughs> where everyone has their own little case so like kirk in there he he suits it up in his like mechanic onesie and he has like a welder's mask with a broken lens in it is his horror movie mask <laughs> um that's where we find out that fritz isn't like an accountant killer he's he's a clown <laughs> who like likes to poison people that's where the Yakuza type of guy suits up with his mask and his knives, and he's climbing through the vents like dying. <laughs> he's got the knives in his mouth. And, uh, yeah, that's where we find that Phil is frozen uh, uh, in a freezer, which that scene was fucking funny, where the, the Joel puts ice in his mouth, and she's like, I wouldn't do that. And he's like, why? I'm, I'm so hungover. I'm, I'm thirsty. And then she, like, moves the eyes, and there's dead body and intestines everywhere. <laughs> he starts, like, spitting it all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the comedy of this was great. I, I really, I thought it played really well. Yeah, I feel like if this movie got more attention, all, all these people would be doing more stuff. Because that, yeah, like Miles said, that main kid is funny. Mm-hmm. And he maybe he'd get typecast, but he could do a few of the roles where where he's just basically this exact same character in a different situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bummer, unfortunately, of this movie is that Shutter has it, and not like Netflix or Hulu. Even like none of the big ones got this movie, and it's is not doing justice to the clout that this movie should be having right now because this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, this movie could definitely get like a very fun sequel, and it's never gonna get a sequel because it's been two years, and not, I mean, we never even heard of it until I just found it scrolling on Shutter. It's kind of like the Behind the Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's on that le- type mm-hmm. of level. Yeah, definitely better production value than that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that type of fun time. Definitely more of a comedy. This is this is a full on comedy. <laughs> Dude, we just found our buddy cop for Kakoa Shaw Vampire Hunter. 
This is the guy. He needs to be teamed up with Kakoa Shaw. It would be perfect. Oh, my God. <laughs> if Kakoa Shaw is getting a partner for me, it's going to be Officer Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get to Officer Tony. No, we'll get to Officer Tony. I fucking love him so much. He's like Will Forte. <laughs> if they, if yes. they made an American re- like Hollywood remake of this, he would be played by Will Forte. <laughs> So good. Um, but yeah, uh, Fritz the clown tries to sneak in through the back door. She cuts his fingers off. Uh, Yakuza guy drops from the ceiling, <laughs> and Joel well. throws Phil's intestines. <laughs> but not before, uh, not before playing dead too. <laughs> oh yeah, she made him up with like Phil's body parts to make it look like he was dead, and. Uh, yeah, he kind of has a little struggle with that guy, and then she strangles him to death with the with Phil's intestine. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent sure if that logic would work. Like, I feel like I don't know. It is made of human flesh, but I don't know. Yeah, there's like a crack stretchy. sound effect where she breaks his neck, and I was like, well, that definitely wouldn't happen. <laughs> uh, but this is where Joel winds up pulling the fire escape because the uh, the few guys that are left are like. We're going. We're just going to get in there and kill you. And he's like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. <laughs> just pulls the fire. He just There's, looks over. Oh, he's like, oh, uh, click. <laughs> Bob finds his ID and he's like, "I'm going to go to your house and I'm going to kill your your roommate." Like, she doesn't know I'm a serial killer. And he's like, "Fuck! I'll pull the fire alarm. The cops will come." So they're like, uh, "Shit!" So they go outside and they call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> And Bob gives the performance of a lifetime where he's like, please help. There's blood everywhere. These two maniacs. This girl with short hair. She's, she's killing everybody. And then they just leave and wait for them to get arrested. And they get arrested by the three best cops in cinematic history. <laughs> the mustaches cops, are so strong. They're fucking amazing. And they're hilarious the entire time (laughs) there's like a normal ish cop that's like interrogating the girl but he's definitely scared of her the the cop that's with joel (laughs) is just a maniac and i was losing it every time (laughs) he the regular cop gets scared by the girl and asks for assistance from the cop that's with joel and what he gets up to go to leave and he turns around like kicks the filing cabinet <laughs> he's like i'm watching you he's like don't you move don't you even think about getting up he keeps like reaching for his gun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other guy is eating chinese food for most of this time <laughs> yes. of officer tony's just kind of like the super nice guy idiot officer who's just sitting there eating chinese food Joel just wants his one phone call to call his roommate and be like you need to get out of the house bob's a serial killer but he had called his roommate when he was drunk and uh, made kind of made an ass out of himself. So she just thinks he's still drunk. What is what is the girl's name? Not the roommate, the, the killer girl. Carrie. Carrie. Yeah, Carrie. Carrie needs a distraction. So she headbutts Joel and makes <laughs> this big scene where the cop freaks out and keeps trying to rip his gun out of his holster. But he can't get it out of his holster. <laughs> and he's just like, I was this close. I was this close to ending you. <laughs> I fucking love the cops in this movie. They're so good. <laughs> and this is where the best line of the movie happens. Uh, they put them in their cells. 
uh, that's when we learned that uh, Carrie Carrie needed a distraction so she could steal a paperclip to break them out of jail, basically. Bob shows up, pretending to be an FBI agent with the <laughs> fakest mustache in the world on. It's so uh, good. They, they bring they him back. They talk about mustaches a lot, these cops. They're like, you, you talking shit on my mustache right now? <laughs> <laughs> they bring Bob back. And Joel's like, that's him. That's the guy. Like, kill him. That's the guy I've been telling you about. And they're like, yeah, whatever. He's an FBI agent. He's like, look at him. He he has a face mu- fake mustache. And the lunatic cop, like, lunges at Joel <laughs> through the bars. <laughs> He's like, you don't talk about another man's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately tries to pull his gun out again. <laughs> that's my, that was my favorite part of the entire movie. It's the best line in the movie. I was dying laughing <laughs> these three cops should be in everything <laughs> <laughs> and the dumb cop he's like saying all this poignant shit about like the nature of horror movies and stuff and they're just like you need to go out more <laughs> like what the fuck's the matter with you <laughs> he, bob gets real close to joel while standing next to the two police officers like i'm gonna go to your girlfriend's house and i'm gonna kill her and I mean, but first we'll do some stuff. And he's like, you can hear him. You can hear him, Dan. He's like, yeah, I hear everything he's saying, and it's making a lot of sense. <laughs> uh, then what happens? Then the power goes out. <laughs> they think it's Officer Tony making <laughs> making popcorn in the microwave. <laughs> Again. They head back to the captain's office with Bob. They're going to have a, a place to sit down and go over things. They all start getting drunk. And uh, <laughs> this is my second favorite line of the movie. That's when the lights go out and the, the uh, aggressive officer's like, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go find Tony. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm taking this whiskey with me so you guys don't finish with it without me. <laughs> and the other cop goes, the only way we were finishing that without you is if you drop dead. <laughs> and aggressive cop goes, well, I hope not. My s- I'm all my stepdaughter Stephanie has. <laughs> <laughs> And then it just like lingers for a minute and then he walks away. <laughs> it was so out of nowhere. It was amazing. <laughs> and unfortunately, this is a uh, clown guy shows up and he kills Officer Tony. Poor Officer Tony. <laughs> he did not deserve this. No, he was sitting around those like when you play the game that shoots the balls at the fair and it hits those clowns with the crazy hair, he's like sitting them around and shit. Yeah, it's like a little inflatable bozo clown <laughs> that, like, honks when you push it. <laughs> the honks and, uh, made me laugh so much. <laughs> <laughs> he, he drugs Officer Tony and then drives a giant nail through his head. Oh. And it, his clown laugh is very creepy. He did a very good job being a, a creepy-ass clown. I wish he had, like, more makeup because it's just kind of, like, a little bit of white on his face. <laughs> <laughs> But it is still creepy. That dude essentially plays two completely different characters in this movie, and that is both true. are equally intriguing. Like he's really yeah. He dead. doesn't just dress like a clown; he acts like a clown when he's dressed like a clown. He's a fu- he's probably the craziest of the bunch if you exclude Bob. Like this guy was fucking wild card to the max. <laughs> Aggressive officers looking for Tony, and he can't find him. He find he goes into the evidence room, and he meets his demise by Jason, dude. Who cuts his arm off and then stabs him through the tummy. Then Bob kills the regular officer by jamming two pencils into his ears. Oh, yeah. That was gnarly. Uh, 
That was rough. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a pretty brutal kill. But Joel and I keep I keep wanting to call her Katie. Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> they escape. They get they get out of their cells. And Katie lets him go and is like, Go away. Like I don't I don't need your help. Like you're free now. Be gone. And uh, he's like running away to leave, but he doesn't realize his his roommate has shown up to sprint, get, like to bail him out of jail, where she I'm sure she assumes is picking over the drunk tank. Um, but he comes back anyways, and but but uh, Carrie has been on a murder spree because she kills <laughs> uh, she kills the Jason guy, she gets his machete from him and fucking stabs him through the the hole in his helmet. Yeah. And like hammers it down in. That was brutal. I will say they did not skimp on the brutality in this movie. No, the gore and the effects are actually really good. Yeah. Thought like there's like multiple kills in this movie where I'm like, that was great. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff in this movie that in other movies around the same type of budget would have like copped out and used shitty CGI for that like you would see in YouTube videos like blood effects or there's an explosion at one point but it's real it's not crappy CGI so I applaud them for that it it helped Um, she kills Fritz she was like makes him poison himself and then flips a desk over onto his skull (laughs) (laughs) She's like one more thing, crunch. It was awesome. And that's when Joel Joel shows up and like they think they're gonna get caught by Fritz, but Katie shows up and stabs him with his own needle and then flips a desk onto his head that explodes. Um the roommate fucking rocks his shit. She fucking self defense classes <laughs> him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's fucking Fritz up. Uh <laughs> but then unfortunately Carrie gets stabbed by Bob. Bob. Bob's there, and he, he he somehow got her butterfly knife. I guess he took it out of evidence or something. Um, he goes to stab her again, and Joel sacrifices his arm again. Pretty good effect. It looked it doesn't look like shit. She stabs him all the way through his arm. Yeah, that um, was brutal. Brutal. And, yeah, <laughs> and then they they take Bob down. How do they take Bob down there? I know they hit him with the car eventually, but how do they take him down inside? Um, not that important to me. Yeah, yeah, actually, it doesn't really matter. I actually don't remember. They do something to Bob. They get out of the building. They run away, and uh, cause cause Carrie's been <laughs> stabbed, so she's <laughs> she needs some assistance. Uh, Bob is outside looking very creepy, so they run him over with the car. <laughs> was it a Beetle that she was driving? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. They like have to put bug. the seat forward to put Carrie in the back and shit. It was the eighties, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that station wagon had power windows in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Phil was bowling, <laughs> but they get to the hospital. They they <laughs> they have that hilarious scene where they're pulling the knife out of Joel's arm. <laughs> He's like, "I'll have all the drugs. Just give me all the drugs. Just give me whatever. It's cool." And they're just like, "All right." How did this happen to you? And he's like, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then they rip the, they like kind of slowly rip the knife out of his arm while he screams. The entire <laughs> <laughs> Joel was amazing. He was so he good. He is really good. <laughs> they, uh, 
they patch him up and then they're like oh carrie's gonna be fine i mean she lost a lot of blood so she's real weak but she'll be okay and i like that doctor because he was kind of a clumsy idiot he kept dropping his gloves (laughs) and then he dropped one and just kept walking (laughs) and uh joel notices like bloody footprints on the ground and we find out that bob is dressed as a doctor and he's he's there to kill katie so Carrie. uh <laughs> Carrie. Yep. No, her name's Katie now. <laughs> uh Joel busts in before he can kill her and beats him with a bedpan. Uh and then Carrie's not not as weak as they said she would be cuz she's still kicking ass. They uh they use the bed to ram him into the wall in the hallway. <laughs> and then Carrie like basically makes him prison shake himself about 40 times with a scalpel. <laughs> and then she stabs it into his eyeball. Which was fucking was brutal. So good. The effects yeah. were so good on the eyeball. Bob then pulls the scalpel out of his eye and pulls his entire eyeball out. <laughs> not really how scalpels and, work, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not how eyeballs work. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Bob just dies. And Carrie says that she, as she was recovering, she was uh thinking about getting an apprentice or assistant so then we we cut to the future and joel now has a little goatee and he's coming into a movie theater and he comes to the counter and he tells the guy i'll have this i'll have that give me licorice give me popcorn all that and the guy's like oh we're actually closed for the season he's like what do you mean why are you here and he's like oh i'm just uh uh, restocking the shelves and he's like after the season's over and he's like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh He's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. He's like, no, no, it's it's out of order. And he's like, no, it's all right. And I only have to go number one. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in. There's a girl tied up on the floor. The guy kind of goes to run. And then Carrie shows up and plunges a fucking axe into his skull. <laughs> so he's he's joined her little crusade of, of killing serial killers. Uh, they, they stockpile a bunch of snacks. Uh, he has to go back for the axe. And then they set the theater on fire. Which is, I don't know if you said this, but it's playing a film based on the idea that he pitched at the beginning about a killer cab driver. Directed by the director that he was interviewing. He stole his idea. I love that. I thought that was that was awesome. That was one of my favorite Taxi details. Driller. <laughs> and Joel, I'm pretty sure pretty much at every point in gore, Joel throws up. And yeah. she's like, you didn't throw up that time. He's like, nope. Blah throws up <laughs> yeah he's like i just gagged a little <laughs> and uh yeah i i watched through the credits because i was hoping there'd be a fun little piece where like bob was still alive or something but there was nothing they absolutely but, leave it open for a sequel there i hope i hope and, pray, and i would like, love us i would love a sequel if anything hopefully we bring some eyes to this and it, it, it shutter grabs on and, and green lights a sequel because it's a lot of fun yeah like big, big fan, big fan. Of if this we one. ever did a live show, we should do a commentary to this movie because this movie is fucking great. It's really great. Yeah, and the director uh, Cody Callahan. I haven't seen anything that he's worked on before, so this is like uh, true, like him coming onto the scene. He's done other movies, but I've never heard of any of them. So. And there are a couple that he's made. I don't remember the names of them right now, but I do want to see just because from looking at I, everybody's IMDb pages, a lot of the same people are in his movies. 
Oh, cool. Like, all of the cops are in the other movie, <laughs> and I got to see it. <laughs> are they the same characters? Because that would be hilarious. God, I hope so. Amazing. That would be awesome. <laughs> Give us a prequel of Officer Tony and the two other cops. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just give us a full cop movie with those three characters. Nothing to do with serial killers. <laughs> Fucking not a horror movie at all. That's I'd love it. it. Like them busting up a cocaine ring or something. That would be amazing. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Will Ferrell's like... the bad guy. It would be a perfect <laughs> film. Damn. So I'm looking at it right now, and on Rotten Tomatoes, this has an 87. So this it's is 87. Yeah, not yeah. bad. So uh, IMDb well score liked. was like 67 and it definitely is better than that. Yeah, for sure. And I'm pretty sure this only had like th- two and a half or three stars on Shudder. This is the <laughs> best movie we watched all month. I On mine, yeah, it has five out of five. Oh, does it? Yeah. Did you rate it though? No, uh-uh. I don't. Oh, I can't no? figure out how. I tried. I was like, "This needs all the stars." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's skulls on Shutter. Yeah, you get to rate it skulls. I don't but know, I don't Josh. Know I'm not like sure ag- if this aggregate. is the the best one. We got to keep in mind that we watch Skin of <laughs> No, we don't. No, we don't at all. Is that what's better than Skin of Or after this one? What about the Japanese before. Evil Dead? No, nope, better than that. That non-Shutter original. <laughs> There's another and one, And it's way too. better than your shitty fucking host movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes, it was. This is definitely my favorite. One. This is my favorite by far. Um, and the only one where I'm like, uh, it's like 101 minutes long. And it's the only movie that by the end of it, I wasn't like, can this just please end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 it was solid the whole way through. It didn't drag at all. It was funny. It was gory. It was it was a fantastic horror comedy. I put it right up there with Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yes. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, what are yeah. we rating we, this bad boy? What are we rating this? I'm going to say Officer Tony's. <laughs> <laughs> Mustaches. Um. <laughs> Mustaches. Hmm. What do you got, Chris? I'm trying to think. Uh... Chris did watch this like three weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Watched it three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. What? Uh, what is he drinking in the beginning? Is it anything in particular? <laughs> red hot lavas. He keeps red going. hot lavas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Of, red hot lavas. Yep. Out of that. Out of red I'll hot give, lavas. I give it five. I give it five. I would happily watch this again. I fucking love this movie. Two for um, two. I'm giving it five as well. Oh, Kakoa Shaw ride again. Kaka? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I had to give it. I was going to give it a four or five, but honestly, if you guys are giving it a five, it deserves the seal. Yeah. Uh, so this movie was a blast it really was as soon as i watched it i was like guys this movie's freaking awesome what the hell like i love it where did it come from where did it go where did it come from cotton Eye joe <laughs> there it is people Kakawashaw approved this is fun go check it out get shutter just to watch it get a free trial I mean, even if you don't do a free trial, 10 bucks a month, it's worth the $10 just to watch this movie. You spent more to go watch bad movies at the theater. This one's awesome. Yeah, three of the movies we picked sucked, but there are a lot of movies on there that we haven't done that are pretty good. Psycho Gorman's on there, and that movie rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, 
support support the only real horror streaming platform. Like if they can actually get well funded, that could be the best streaming platform. If they would fucking put movies in HD, it would be the best stream. Like, yeah. Oh my god, the the movie I'm watching on there right now would greatly benefit from being HD because it's all in darkness and it's just like weird hues of darkness. It's not. It's anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. If your it. app would actually open on my Vizio smart TV that I just bought. Yeah. <laughs> Get on your yeah, shit, Shutter. Dude. For <laughs> I real. had to watch this on my laptop. It's so stupid. Also. Um, this is completely off the top of my head, but it's a movie that was sorely lacking because of how shitty the shutter streaming quality is. The Christmas one the, with Santa. <laughs> Robot Santa? <laughs> yes. What's that movie called? Uh, Christmas Bloody Christmas? Yes. That movie was <laughs> fucking insane. Like, Was it good, though? I liked it a lot. I don't yeah. know if I'd say it's good, but I liked it a lot. It was very brutal and... Like, there's just, yeah, you guys would, I think, both enjoy it. It does drag a little bit at points, but some of the Santa kills are ridiculous in, like, crazy neon color lights. Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. (laughs) It did look fun. It looked like a lot of fun, but then Christmas passed, so I just didn't watch it. Yeah, there's a bunch of this Shutter stuff. I I actually still have my things, so if you guys want to cover some from, from time to time, I'm cool with that. My next pick is gonna be from Shutter, so yeah, don't get rid of it. Cool. I'm paying for it. I'm I'm fucking in. So hell yeah, nope. But it won't be our next movie. Our next movie will be Scream Six. Yes. Is there is there a weird title for that? Like Five Cream? Scream <laughs> Five Cream. <laughs> <laughs> Scream. Uh, it's Ghostface takes Manhattan. Yep. I think it's Screevy because they keep making the, the VI at the end of it. <laughs> Screevy. Screevy. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited so, yeah. to talk about that one. That one uh, is, a, in a way, kind of a redemption for the Scream franchise. So I'm excited to hear y'all's thoughts on it. And the return of our all-high priestess, Jenna Ortega. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to say Hayden Panettiere. But, <laughs> yeah, Kirby's back, y'all. But also, yes. <laughs> All the yes. Our high priestess, Gail Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> the facial expressions of a wall, Gail Weathers. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, yeah, we will be back next week with Scream 6. Uh, check out our merch if you'd like. If you'd like to spend a little money, don't do it on Shudder. Spend it on us. Get yourself a t-shirt. Get yourself a... a shower curtain probably socks whatever else is on the website that we haven't been on in a while <laughs> uh you, you can do so by going to hnhpod.threadless.com follow us on social media which we will definitely try to be better about because we kind of suck at it Soshed. Uh, yeah get all soshed up it's the only thing you can do uh we are everywhere facebook instagram twitter at hnhpod and, uh, yeah, Miles hit him with the outro. Well, remember, Daniel, life is tough, so put on your white vans because we are high on horror. You never talk about another man's mustache. <laughs>